So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash Lisa the Yarnista. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast, episode number 98. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm really good. How are you? I'm actually really good as well. I thought you were going to say, by my side, as always, is Rollo. He's kind of back behind to the in the corner. He's more behind than by my side. Okay. He looks like he's a little toasty worm back there. On his fleece covered bed. Not one to bed. complain about it, so. No, no, you would never comment on. I just said it's how... very warm in here. <laughs> uh, so maybe in in like November, that won't happen anymore. It won't be quite so warm in November. Oh, you just wait another decade and see how oh, I complain about Lord. being warm all the time. Well, then we'll have to move this whole operation off the second floor and maybe put it in the basement or something, somewhere far, far away from heat. No. We're going to be doing this in a decade still? Well, yeah, we're going to do this in a decade. We can do this for another 50 years. I bet we'll be holograms by then. Oh, well, I mean, it's already getting getting to the point. The Trailer Park Boys, they did, they have the weekly podcast and they do kind of a similar thing where they have the video podcast for people who subscribe to their website. They did a, a VR uh, pod, what they, was it last week, I think it was. So they've got a VR setup. I assume they probably rented it from somewhere. I don't expect they... They purchased it or owned it, but for their 150th episode, or no, it was 150 year of Canada since when they oh, yes. were formed as a country, 150 yep. years. So they were celebrating that and they had all kinds of people from the show that were there. And so they had a, a VR set up for their podcast. So that's what Chill 150 is. And the next, like, yeah, I saw that when I was working on that last night. But yeah, so I, I would not be surprised if in the next couple of years we end up with some sort of a, a virtual reality. Everybody can put on their their masks and they can sit right in the room with us and we can all hang out and do a, a podcast in virtual reality. 3D. And we can go like this and things are... You ever go to like... Uh, great, not Great... Yeah, Great America had that with the... I've never been to Great America. Screen. You don't take me anywhere fun. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I've never been to Great America. They, um, we, in Colorado, we had Eulich's and Lakeside, which I know Lakeside is still there because we drove past there on the way up to the mountains. And they both do 3D movies? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. But that's like the closest thing I have to Oh, Great to Great America. America? There's no yeah. like Six Flags thing in yeah. Colorado? That surprises so. me. I would think they'd have, of course, it's probably close enough to like California has, well, Disneyland, obviously, but I think there's a Six Flags in California somewhere too. Which isn't super close, but it's pretty close by. I've never been to Six Flags either. Well, Six Flags, I mean, they're they're all over the country. So mm-hmm. it's like Six Flags Great America, Six Flags, I can't remember what they're all. There's like 
I've been to Disney World and Disneyland. Those are pretty good, too. And I have been to the Dodge County Fair. That's not quite the same level as a as a Disney World or even a Six Flags. It's a little different. They do have fried food that you can you can eat, and all very exciting rides that are always good at fairs and local county carnivals and not state terri- fairs. Yeah, not terrifying. Well, the state fair is a little bigger of an operation. They they're not really. I guess they kind of are traveling from town to town, but you get these little county things and city fairs and things like that. Those are those are a little. I don't know. I I'd have trust also those been to the Fourth of July festivities in Bemidji, Minnesota, when I grew up there. Do you think that's? I can't remember what that was called. I can't speak to that. I've something never been to that one. Something on the lake, lake, not lake days. Lake I don't days. Think it was lake days. No, it was something. I can't remember. That wasn't. That that probably isn't even close in comparison. I would say it's prob- smaller than the Dodge County Fair. Well, yeah, it's a county fair <laughs> versus a city fair. I mean, Bemidji's a, a decent-sized city, but, well, I mean, it's a small city compared to, you know, New York Cities. or Los Angeles or something. But compared to Beaver Dam, it's a little bigger. How big is Bemidji? Same size as Beaver Dam. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was quite a bit bigger. I thought it was, like, Oshkosh size, like 60,000 or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Nope, nope. Uh, 15,000, and I think it was, well, it was about 15,000 when I moved, but um, the, there's the college there, Bemidji State University. Sure. So. That brings a few people in for the hockey. Not for learning things or advancing their careers or, or giving themselves a future. It's more just to watch hockey. Some education. Well, no, hockey. they go there on holler- yeah, hockey scholarships. Ah. A lot of hockey in Bemidji. Yeah. Well, when it's 10 below for eight months out of the year, what else are you going to do? Play hockey. You're going to go and you're going to ice fish and you're going to play hockey. Mm-hmm. It's like That's Canada. about it. I mean, it pretty much is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's... Like 18 feet away from Canada, so. Mm-hmm. And who was it? It was a behemoth? It was Justin Bemidji, I believe? Or who was... We were talking about that. Some big band that, that I follow was just up in, in Bemidji. Which is weird. This little town, but not anywhere in Wisconsin. They were in, like, Chicago. You know, they play a lot of big cities, but for whatever... They were in uh, South Dakota as well. Is it Sioux, uh, Sioux City, I think? Mm-hmm. South Sioux Dakota Falls. or Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They were Sioux just Falls there. Sioux Falls is a kind of hip little college town, though. Well, it's like 60,000, I think, or 120 yeah. or something. They probably drew a decent crowd. But yeah, nothing in Wisconsin, of course. I don't know if I would have gone anyway, but yeah. So everybody, thank you for joining us here on episode number 98. Uh, before we get into all the fun and exciting and super cool things that we have to talk about, uh, actually, you know what? Just pause the podcast right now. Just hit pause. Go to Elisa the Yarnies. Wait, no, don't pause yet. Unpause. Wait, but if you pause now, you can't hear what I'm saying now. I just screwed that all up, Elisa. How do we? How do we fix this? Do I have to start over? I don't think we should start over. I think we can recover from this. So you probably didn't pause. You didn't listen because I didn't tell you what to do when you pause. So I'm going to tell you what to do, and then you can pause it, and then you can resume listening to the episode of the podcast. So what you want to do? Can I stay here? You can do During whatever this, you want to stay right you, here. You do whatever you want to do, okay. Elisa. So go to elisa.theyarnista.com, Elisa's blog. And then over on the right-hand side, you can click on those Amazon things over there, whether it's uh, just the general banner thing or you want to 
click on any of the books that Elisa has been reading or has finished recently, or, or there's an audible thing over there, click on any of those things. That'll take you over to Amazon. Um, maybe you did all your shopping on Prime Day, but I'm sure there's probably still something else you want to get over there. Do some shopping after clicking through on the podcast uh, links on the right-hand side. And then when you do that, Amazon will maybe kick a little commission to us over our way here on the show. And that then allows us to pay for all the stuff that we have here as far as uh, all the web hosting and the equipment that we have. And uh, it allows for food because we're going to go out to eat tonight. At least that was the plan last I heard. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to go out and we're going to do some celebrating tonight. Well, we're going to do celebrate a couple of different things. One we'll talk about a little bit later, but I think the big thing primarily that we want to celebrate is the fact that we've been married now for 11 years. Lucky you. We've been lucky me. What about you? Yeah, it's been a good lucky 11 years. us. So we're going to celebrate that. So uh, July 15th of 2006, we officially got married. So we've been married for 11 years now. And we got hitched and it was so hot. It was toasty It was 95. Was it, it was warm, Elisa? so hot. It wasn't. It wasn't warm. Oh, it was I wasn't hot. outside with uh, wearing a tux either. Well, luckily, it wasn't I couldn't a... tell if you were crying or if it was just sweat running down your oh, face. No, it was. I was about ready to pass out. It was definitely not. There might have been a couple of tears in there, but primarily it was sweat just running down my face. Luckily, it was not. We didn't wear black tuxes, so that helped a lot. If it was black, then that would have been lady that you married. What well, is that? Why you picked that color? Yeah, because you thought it would be hot in the sun. No, I just have good taste. Oh, okay. It was different. <laughs> That's so why I picked you too. Fun, like kind of off-white type. Yeah, everything suit, was off-white. So it looked really good. My color was brown. We weren't wearing brown. It no, was... my bridesmaid colors was brown. Yeah. All the accent. Yeah, it was. Well, it has to be brown, green, or gray. One of those three colors. You can't can't do like a bright pink or anything. I have them all on right now. Yeah, you do. Brown, gray, and green. And green. See. I know you very well after, well, 15 years total, 11 years. You've known me longer than 15 years, though. A little bit. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Forever, it feels like. So we are going to do some celebrating. We'll see how long this episode goes. I feel like every time I say we might not talk very long, we end up going for an hour plus, but mm-hmm. we'll see. So we're going to we're gonna uh, do a podcast and we're going to go get something to eat. But first, okay, now you can pause. And go click on the uh, Amazon affiliate stuff on the website. When you do that, then come back and we'll be here waiting for you. Welcome back to episode number 98 of the podcast. If you'd like to interact with us here at the show, you can always send us an email podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. You can also find us on, uh, well, find Elisa, not so much me, but on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you can interact in all of those areas as well. We've got our big 100th episode coming up. And you know what I realized? Like yesterday, what our 100th episode will also be our two year anniversary of the show. It's going to be the same show. Not exactly, because I think it was either the 25th or 26th was our first show in in July of 2015. How does that work if we missed some time? Yeah, we missed a couple. So it puts us right in line. If we had done, we'd be off by a couple weeks Four weeks? I think we must have missed four then, because otherwise it's not a hundred. We've missed four weeks in two years. Two years. We've only missed four four weeks without a show. We would be the best employees. Ever. Well, you are the best employee ever. I'm no, that's sure. definitely not true. Okay. I can tell you for a I'm fact. The best em- I'm, I'm the best employee at Firefly Fibers. That's true. Well, I won't wow. disagree with that one at all. I am certainly not the best employee there either. <laughs> you do a good job. I'm not the best employee anywhere. Uh, what are we doing now? So normally we talk about what you have been knitting and what you've been working on. But in the last week, has there been anything 
that you've done much of? Um, I forgot my knitting at the store one night and I panicked and I was going to go back and get it. And then I found a sock that I was going to knit on and then instead I fell asleep. That's a good story. So I didn't, I didn't knit. Did I do this? Oh, I must have. I, I almost finished my... Okay, so I did knit a little bit this week. Not a lot. Um, so I still know how to knit. Um, I'm finishing... So in the last week, the only knitting that I have um, gotten done is almost a toe on my opal advent sock. So not a whole toe, just almost a toe. Almost a toe. I was really excited because on Wednesday I thought, oh, well, I'm going to be able to get a toe done. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. So I have to get down to 24 stitches and I definitely have more than 20, 12 on this side. So, yeah. So maybe this weekend you can finish, finish my that toe. up now. Yeah. No, but I'm going to. So, oh, I didn't even get any music for my knitting. Well, I didn't think you had anything. Oh. Elisa, what have you been knitting on? A toe. Uh, <laughs> that deserves a round of applause. But. But. Um, actually, I'll share it when we get to the next section. There's something I brought home that I'm going to knit. Okay. So that's all I, I actually... I was thinking, oh, well, I brought yarn home. I can talk about that, but we have to talk about it in the next section. And then, well, we you, have to transition. You don't, you don't need to follow it section so, by section. You can well, talk no, about whatever's on your wanna, mind. We'll I don't want to blow the big announcement because it's part of the big announcement. Well, I'm making the big announcement right now. All right. Because if you want to buy, well, I guess the opal yarn that Elisa is using to make, well, I guess you can't buy that specific yarn to make those You socks. can buy opal. You can buy opal at the new and improved, bum ba da um, Oh, yeah, you better find some cheers for that. I, I don't Fireflyfibers.com. So this is something that you've heard quite a bit about over the last... Year. Year. <laughs> it's taken a little bit longer than originally anticipated, but there's good reason for that. It's a very complicated thing. It's not something you can generally do in a week unless you have somebody dedicated to doing that and only that, which right. you are not because you're also running a store and working there and keeping books and doing all that stuff. But And helping customers. And helping customers, which is probably the most important part. But uh, you wrote, was it yesterday that you, or two days ago that you flipped that switch? Two days ago. So, it was Thursday afternoon. I flipped the switch. Yeah. So if you haven't been to Firefly Fibers in a while, go out there. And it doesn't look, I mean, visually, it looks very similar. It's a very clean look. It's uh, not, you know, cluttered with all kinds of images and pictures and text and weird stuff like that. So it's a very clean look. It's uh, your shopping experience is going to be very similar to what it used to be. Um, but there's a lot of new things. And what do you want to say about that? I think the... The, the navigation is easier. That's, um, I got that feedback today from somebody that she said for, for her not knowing how to get around with things, she thinks the navigation is a lot better. Is that a mosquito flying around by my face? Cause he's going to get know. fat and explode before this is over. Um, no, I think it's just a little, just a little fly. Gnat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she said the navigation is, is easier for her. Um, so yeah, that was one of the things I really liked about the, um, the design that I selected is that it, it it makes navigation really easy, um, and it's just it makes everything easier for me all the way around. So um, the 
checkout is a little bit different. I don't know it's that much different, really. Um, you can create accounts, which is really nice because I think be if neat, you yeah. shop on a regular basis, then you don't have to um, go in and um, you don't have to go in and enter your your information every time. Just your mailing address and everything. You can create an account. And it's nice because you can look back at like what you've ordered before last time you ordered and that sure. kind of information. You can track your orders in there. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, well, and that that works both in-store and online, right? Mm-hmm. So that's so if you're somebody who's in the area, you also can have an account. And yep. I don't know what that will get you just yet, but it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of neat. So if you, if you shop in the store and you create an account, then... Um, if you shop in the store and want to create an account, um, ask me about it next time you're in the store so I can kind of see what happens because it's weird the way that the point of sale works because it puts – if you use like three different – two different credit cards, it sets you up as two different customers Hmm. because it's two different credit cards. So they don't know if, you know, Jane Doe is the same Jane Doe as another Jane Doe so it doesn't automatically combine them, hmm. which I guess is good because, you know, there are people out there that have the same name. Sure. But yeah, so it's it, it's been a lot of fun to work on it. Um there's still quite a bit that I'm that I want to do with it. Um but I'm happy with how it is right now. Yeah, I almost I felt sick to my stomach when I well, flipped the switch and well I mean, when I hit can... disconnect on the other one, I told you this. I hit yeah. disconnect on the old website and as soon as I did that, I'm like, oh, I really didn't completely figure out how to reconnect on the new one. And in the process, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it's like this is like 30 seconds right now so far that we don't have a website. That's why those things usually like, happen at oh, like 2 o'clock no. or 3 o'clock in the morning when nobody's awake. What? Not at like 4 o'clock in the, <laughs> in afternoon, the afternoon when the store is open and I'm like helping customers? No, that's generally not the time that that happens. So, but I wanted to get it done before the weekend because I have um, I have a really great, um, like a, a tech guy that can help with stuff. So I wanted to get it like flipped. Get the switch flipped as soon as I possibly could. So if yeah. I needed something done, I, I could have do it. it done on Friday yet. And that's a cool thing now the is weekend. that yeah, you, you don't have to know programming and mm-hmm. HTML and all that kind of stuff. Like if you want to have your own website, there are a lot of really nice options available yeah. that, that you can do that. If you just want to, you want to just a, a blog like like Lisa's blog and you just want to or share mm-hmm. with the family and hey, here's what I've been up to and whatever it is that you want to do. Pretty much, really anybody can do it. It's not super expensive, um, so it's mm-hmm. nice that we're kind of in a time. You know, if this were 15 or 20 years ago, I guess e-commerce wasn't real big at that point, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do that because you'd have to have, you'd have to pay somebody Mm -hmm. to code and build the whole website. And that's not cheap. That's expensive to get. I mean, that's hundreds of hours. And then when you need something tweaked, you have to wait for someone else to do it and make sure that they do it right. So pay them a million dollars. Yeah. That's why I like the way we have it now is I manage everything. So if something is listed wrong on the website or I need to update something, I can take care of it in like two seconds and I can take care of it, you know, on the computer or on a mobile device too, yeah. which is super nice. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, the guy that I've been, that's been helping, you know, I don't even, I don't know where he's at. His time frame is like two hours behind us or an hour behind us or something like that. Well, so I it. assume he's probably, yeah, I, I think he's probably in the States. So probably... I'm thinking he's probably maybe in California or somewhere on the on the West Coast because mm-hmm. I think he's two hours behind us. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was we were messaging back and forth and got it done and it was fixed at like 11:45 yeah. yesterday morning. Well, so he's and he's familiar with 
like the the template that you yep. are using. He knows the company that that creates that, so he's familiar with the coding and how it's all built. Because it's hard when you are you know to come in and, and work on a project that somebody else has already yep. started or completed. Because it's like, why did they do it this way? I work with a lot of IS people, IT people that do, do programming and that kind of stuff, and they all say that same kind of thing is. It's it's if you do it from scratch, you know exactly why you did what right. you did and where you put this and where you put that. But to come in and, and mess with somebody else's stuff is almost impossible because you don't know where they did things or why or how because there's so many different ways you can do it. Yep. And so you've, if you've got a resource like that, they can come in and in an hour they can add this or change that for you. That That's invaluable. Yeah. And I've been – well, we started initially, I think, when we opened the store – no, the second platform. No, wait, I can't remember. But we used we used WordPress for a while, and yeah. I, 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 I can do some coding and I can figure stuff out. But things are there are so many different languages now, and so many different ways of doing things and laying it out. That I started trying to figure it out. I'm like, well, this is all I need. It can't be that difficult. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't even figure it out. Yeah. So, no, um, and and that's fine because I don't need to spend my time. I don't need to. I don't need to learn coding. I need to. No, I need to can't. get stuff on the website and sell it. And I'm happy to pay if somebody does a good job for me and does does a job fast. I'm more than happy to pay them yeah. for it at a reasonable cost. Of course, you don't want to pay yeah. a billion dollars an hour, but this well, guy and what we've been it. doing is yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's the the website is nice, and I yeah, I it's it, and it's a nice. It, it's just very very. It's a huge relief to think, oh, well, if something's not working right, I don't have to pay somebody hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Right. I just have to contact. It's just nice to have somebody there, you know, that little. At least you haven't yet. If you, hopefully you don't come across any issues that are that big that it's going to cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Well, and that's part of the reason, too, that I don't want to start tinkering with anything because yep. I don't want to. The more you customize something. up. Yeah. The more difficult and complicated it gets to be. Yep. Yep, and that's not my thing. I don't need to learn coding. It's fun to do some of it, could, like see how it changes and everything, but I don't need to do that. That's Considering we just talked about you almost finished a toe on a sock this week, I don't think you need any more things to keep you busy at this point. I don't need any new hobbies like no. computer programming. No, I don't okay. see a lot of value in, in learning that for you right now. I mean, I guess unless you want to, if that's the direction you want to go, you are you are a grown woman and can make make your own choices, but I would probably advise against it. So I can start hiring myself as a as a, as a tech consultant. Too. Sure, why not? Yeah. do all of the things. Yeah. So, well, the the reason that we so we were really on a deadline. So I spent what well, last weekend I spent well on my summer break. I spent probably a total of four days updating products. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much stuff we had on the website. So right now, pretty much everything that's on the website is exactly what was on there before. Um. There are a couple new things, um, and over time, I will add more stuff. There are needles on there now, which is a really good thing. Mm -hmm. um, we have Addies on there and um, some Clearance Crystal Palace. There's a sale section now too. You can click on the you can click on the little menu, and it says sale over on the far right hand side. You Fancy. can go to sale, and you can see all the stuff that's on sale. And there's some really good deals in there right now too. So, um, but the the it, it kind of came down to we had this really big secret and I had to have the website done so that we could launch this really big secret because it's kind of been like two steps forward and one step back for the last few months because mm -hmm. every time we get something new in, I 
go through the kind of convoluted process of uploading everything to the old website. And then I still had to make sure that it was getting updated so that when the new website was there, it was, it was just, it was very time consuming. So we had really big news. Well, we have really big news still. So if you haven't seen it, if you're not on the email newsletter list and you're not on Facebook and everything else, you probably should do that because then you would know exactly where we're going with this and what we're talking about. But if you're not interested in shopping, you just want to listen to the podcast, that's okay too. Or if you don't like nice yarn, I mean, then because... I'm guessing pretty much everybody listening to this enjoys nice yarn. So I did not want to have to go through all the work of adding everything to the old website. I wanted it to just slide through on the new one. And so I had that deadline and I spent this week getting um, with my little helpers. Thank you so much to everybody that helped me at the shop. And we are now um, a Brooklyn Tweed stockist. Yeah. Well, not just a stockist, right? We are a destination store. Yeah. We carry all five yarn lines in every color. um, And it's just, it's absolutely gorgeous yarn. So that was... Last week, when I showed my, when I was, when we were talking about my, um, my Wrath Trevors that I knit, these are done in, um, Brooklyn Tweed's, uh, new, uh, new newish, uh, DK weight, um, worsted spun yarn, uh, arbor. And this is what we picked up. So should we talk about how this all came about? Cause it was, um, so I've wanted to be a Brooklyn Tweed stockist for a long time, like years. And, you know, we, I contacted them, I think when we first, we'd only been open for what, maybe two years, I think, three years, maybe. I think it was like two or. It was pretty early on. It was early on. And, you know, there, there was a lady that was working there that is a really famous designer now. And she said, no, sorry. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, and I've, 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 still always wanted to stock it but i just kind of was like oh you know they said no well talk about the reasons why they said no it's not just they said no it's because they're they're very selective i mean because of their brand yeah. and that they and availability well yeah brand and availability and, and i don't want to say they're protective necessarily but they they want to make sure that their product is in a, a store that represents or or matches or meets kind of what they have established for their brand as well. So they're, you know, in, in bigger shops usually and bigger shops and bigger cities. Yeah. in bigger cities. And at that time there wasn't a stockist in Wisconsin mm-hmm. and they were really just starting out. I mean, I think at the time they, I know they had shelter. I don't know if they had, I don't know if they had loft yet. Loft may have just come out. It was, I think, right around that time frame. So, I mean, they were they, they were a baby company, and for them to put their yarn out there, they wanted it in places where it was going to get, you know, more attention. It was going to yep. be beneficial for them, um, you know, and beneficial not for the little shops beaver dam. too. Yeah, not little Beaver Dam. Like, you know, like we said, nobody knows what that is. Where's Beaver Dam? I mean, nobody tw- goes there. What are we like, twelve to fifteen thousand people like or 16, something? I mean, yeah. it's it's we're it's a small town, so. Um, so I'm like, whatever, we're too small and, you know, not very fancy enough, not fancy enough for them. So, um, but when we were up in, and it's always kind of been in the back of my mind and kind of kneeling at me and like, oh, I really wish we could, but they keep, they told me no. And yeah. so, um, but when we were up in Minneapolis in April for the Green Day show yeah, and we stopped at the, 
the lovely shop, the Yarnery, and I picked up the skein of Arbor, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And seeing all of that yarn just in person, I'm like, it just, it felt like, and I've always felt like it would be a really good fit. Yeah. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I really want it. And when we were driving home, you said, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask again. No. So I asked. Persistence pays off. And they said yes. So, well, it's not even like just like asking like, hey, I'd like to sell your yarn because, you know, hey, I want to give you money. That's not how it works. It's like this huge like interview form that I had to fill out. and yep. um, Tell us why we should do business with you. Yeah. So, and it just, it it's, I think, you know, the Brooklyn Tweed yarns are a really good complement to what we carry at the shop with the hand dyed, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially like Julie's yarn, because um, it's a nice complement to her kind of, I guess, more fancy, like her more the more polished yarns, sure. maybe, um, with the silk and all that. And their yarns are just, you know, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're nice, you know, workhorse yarns. So, yeah, so we've been keeping this a secret and it's been a matter of kind of coordinating things and working around um, my trip to Colorado and um, summer break and everything else because um, they send they send you like a, a thing like it, it, they, they send you like the, you know, PDF op- and a PDF with like options of like, well, what do you want to carry? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, everything. Mm, of course. So, um, it, we had to kind of hold off until we had money for everything. No, not the money for everything, but <laughs> well, like the, I mean, yeah, it was, it, it, it it's a huge investment, but I believe in it and I think it's going to do really well. No, it wasn't the money for everything. It was the, I need people to help me put this out. We need somewhere to put this because it was, it's a lot of yarn. You should post that picture that you sent me. The boxes? Of all the boxes. Oh, it was seven huge boxes. So, yeah, I had um, I had people that helped me um, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then Thursday I was on my own and I'm like, oh, I can get this done. Yeah, no, not between like normal no. shop traffic and stuff that I hadn't done bookkeeping for two weeks. I hadn't been, I hadn't paid bills. Nothing was overdue. It just like I was doing other things. So, yeah. um. And then I had a friend that came and helped me yesterday to get the rest of it out. So it is all out and it is beautiful. So, and they've been absolutely wonderful to work with. They're just, they're, they're, they're fast. They're kind. They're act, everything we got. We didn't, there wasn't a single mistake. And well, I mean, we ordered everything. Yeah. So they just put everything in seven boxes and sent it across the country to us. They can still leave mistakes in that. Yeah. But it's. They, they've, they've been wonderful to work with. Their pattern support is amazing. Um, yeah, they're just, I'm, I'm very happy that the girl that I was taught, the, the, the wholesale rep that I talked to when I've called there, it's very creepy because I'm from, you know, a little bit further out West and every once in a while when I'm around, like my family, I don't sound like I'm from like I don't have the 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 accent from here anymore, and I start kind yeah. of like I re- I revert back to how you know the 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 no accent is what they say from the Colorado area, mm-hmm. and 
it was so weird because I was talking to her and she sounded like me. Like her voice sounded yeah. like me. I felt like I was talking to myself on the phone. It was very trippy. That's weird. <laughs> it was very trippy. Who is but this? The my the my wholesale rep at Brooklyn Tweed. Oh. I feel like she sounds like a lot like me. And it was just very it was very weird talking. I felt like I was talking to myself. Hmm. It was like the Discover Card commercial. Yeah. yeah, it was like that. Yeah. So I, I was gonna say something about that when I was talking to her, but I thought she might think I was weird. She so might I, think, yeah, I, she I, might. Well, she's probably like, thinking eh, the same thing you were probably. thinking. Probably like, hey, am I in a Discover Card commercial? So, um, so Brooklyn Tweed, if you're not familiar, their yarns are all, um, they're all U.S. Um, design, USA designed, sourced, spun, scoured, everything. It's all done here in the United States. So, um, the email that I sent out this morning has a cool little map of like where the yarns, the different um, yarn bases are sourced. Um, It says in the labels actually where, um, so it tells you what weight it is, the gauge range um, that it's made in the USA, um, where the yarn is sourced. And this is, um, this is Vale, their, um, their new lace weight. And it says uh, sourced in Wyoming. And it's spun in Springvale, Maine, and it's dyed in um, Sacco or Seiko, Maine? Sacco? Seiko? I have no Probably idea. Probably Seiko, Maine. So, um, yeah, and this is, and it says exactly, like, what type. They're breed-specific yarn. So, each yarn, um, Vale and, uh, so there's five-yard Vale and uh, Arbor are their worsted spun. So they're spun in a different mill than the woolen spuns are okay. from. But, yeah, it says ex- it's the type of sheep and everything. So this came from uh, – I, I can't even say it. Billy the sheep? Are you trying to say that? Rambouillet? Yeah. Um, In Wyoming. This is from a sheep in Wyoming. Sure. So that's well, pretty that's cool. Well, that's why – I mean, initially, especially, but now I'm sure it's still restrictions yep. because there aren't a lot of sheep in the United States, which which is weird. I would think there'd be a lot more, especially with as big as knitting has become and, and everything. But there just aren't. So, I mean, supply wise. Well, and there aren't many there aren't many spinning houses left or there aren't yeah. many spinning mills left. Um, and I think because I believe everything is scoured in Texas. What does that mean, scoured? That's where it's all like washed and cleaned and all Uh, the prep happens there. So I don't think, I feel like there might only be one that might be the only, or there might be, there aren't many scouring houses left in the country. Well, probably because there's not a lot of sheep. You you can't have one without the other. If there were more sheep and there's more to process, then there would be more scouring things. Well, and a lot of it, I mean... Australia and New Zealand have been doing so much of it. And we've been sending so much of our, so much of our yarn milling overseas. So even like some of our yarn that's, even some of our fiber that's from here, we've been sending it overseas to have it milled. So it, send it there and then it comes back? Um, yep. That's got to be crazy expensive. But we should open a, what do you call a scouring house? A scouring house. house. We'll just turn it's, this house into a scouring house. No, it's going to. Smell like poop all the time. That's fine. Yeah. That's what a farm is. So. I'm going to do that. You're going to do that? Yeah. I'm gonna Not look in my that house. Tonight. You're going to have to get a different house. No, I'll do it in the basement. It'll be fine. You have to get a different house. I'll just turn the fan on in the bathroom. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's pretty cool. And I think, you know, it's, it, for what it is, you know, and that it's, they're not like huge, you know, it's not like mass produced. It's, you know, I think, you know, it's all American. You know where it came from. 
Um, it's a small U.S. company, and I feel like the the price point is very reasonable for it. Yeah, I was honestly surprised. I guess is maybe the the wrong word, but I was I was impressed. I guess because of just knowing what the company is like and kind of how they do business and the and amazing quality that and the quality and everything mm-hmm. that the prices are. I mean, they're just normal yarn prices. It's not like you're paying right. hundred dollars for a skein of yarn or something like that. It's so the one that I brought home, and this is what I'm actually going to be casting on, is um, I brought home Veil, um, which is their lace weight, and it's 450 yards, and um, our retail is... Some dollars. It's it's uh, less than $15. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's less than $15 for for us sure wool and um it's because you don't have to send it all the way to new zealand to have it processed and then bring it back to spin it that just that that sounds dumb to me there's got to be a better way to do that well a lot of them are in like peru but i mean w- regardless Wherever. of where things are processed like a lot of um it's not like you're walking it across the street you gotta get that on a boat or an air probably a boat or an airplane i suppose could probably do it 1375 is how much the the veil is sure. So, and it's actually it's number one on Ravelry. Cool. It's been out of stock, and that's that was part of it too. Is that Brooklyn Tweed hardly ever has anything back ordered. I mean, if something's back ordered, if it's a couple colors here or there, probably because you know somebody designed a pattern and ooh, yeah. I have to have that exact same color. So then there, that color is gone. Um, veil, I think they expected it to. I don't know if they expected it to be like as big of a hit as it was because, or just maybe a smaller run. Um, there were quite a few colors that were backordered at the end of June, so we ended up um, waiting a little, waiting a few days longer because they wanted to send us a really complete color palette. So, well, um, if you're ordering everything, yeah. you should get a complete color palette. Yeah, so we ended up waiting a few days longer. Um, but they are doing, Brooklyn Tweed is doing a summer of lace knit along, and I'll be posting more about this on the blog um, and posting pictures on Instagram. Um, so it's a summer of lace knit along, and I think you can use um, like any of their, like any of their, uh, their yarns. I mean, it's really just like knitting lace. Um, but they had um, a pattern designed. Um, Gundren Johnson Johnson designed the the shawl pattern. So it's a triangular lace shawl called Brora. Is that how you would say it? Brora? I would say Brora. Everything has yeah. So yeah, but it's the cool thing about this pattern is that it uses either two skeins of veil for the lace weight version, or for the, you can do a DK weight version, and you can use five skeins of Arbor. Okay, which is well, they're DK weight. So it's really cool because if it's your first time knitting lace, and this was something I remember when I first knit lace and I, I went into, I went into a yarn shop in Minneapolis and I'm like, I'm going to knit uh, Elizabeth Zimmerman's pie shawl. Sure. And I'm like, I need some lace weight yarn. And she looked at me and she's like, have you knit lace before? I'm like, no, but I want Can't lace weight yarn. Hard. I want lace. And she said, I recommend the first time you knit lace, try some, try using a heavier weight. So I ended up getting, which was a, like a, a worst light worsted to like a DK weight. And it was a huge help. So it's a good thing you went to a shop that they knew something about yeah. what they were talking about and <laughs> could help steer you in the right yeah. direction. Because I was, yeah. And I, well, everything kind of, I've kind of gone, gone into everything knitting, just like gung ho, I'm going to do it. And so that was a really good, um, that was 
really probably like the best advice that I received because I don't know that if I would have learned like on my own, if I would have tried to figure out how to knit lace on my own with lace weight, that I would enjoy knitting lace like I do now. And I actually, I love knitting lace with um, larger gauge yarn. So, but I am knitting it with Veil in the colorway Norway. Which is like a light blue color. Ice. I would call it ice. If I were naming that color, that's what I would call it. Oh, their color names are amazing too. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, so I am going to cast that on this weekend, and I'm going to reward myself with a little bit of Brooklyn Tweed. Very cool. So, do you have anything else? Did I miss anything about it? Uh, I don't, not that I can think of. Uh, post that picture of the boxes. Yeah, and I'll share more about Brooklyn Tweed on the Facebook, on the Firefly Facebook page and the newsletter. Well, as you get to use more of it uh, and experience yeah. it and say what you like and what it's good for. Or maybe, I don't know if you'd... Talk more about it just in general because there's a difference between worsted spun and woolen spun. And now Brooklyn Tweed has worsted and woolen spun, Holy which is cow. very cool. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a really good fit for the shop. Yeah. It's a good fit, so, and I think uh, it'll be good for business, and it'll be good for... It'll be good for the knitters. The knitters, everybody that, that wants it now. It's available, and that, that's good. And, I mean, it was it was cool, the feedback that we've gotten so far. Thank you so much to everybody for comments and likes and everything, because the, yeah. the Facebook comments were really cool, and um, um, the uh, there were some really fun Instagram comments, and oh, so, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I really I appreciate all that and try and go through as much as I can to go in and like stuff and yeah we don't we're not getting like and, a thousand comments on everything so no. generally we'll I say we like I'm doing anything in there but generally you will like things and talk back and whatever well, you did do something do you want to share what you did last night to help your help what me what did out? I do last night oh the data entry work you did oh man I'm so good at that I copy and pasted a whole bunch of. And you got them all done, didn't you? Web address. Well, the, yeah, all of them except for some of that. The well, questions. Had questions on that were, yeah, not exactly. But so, yeah, because obviously doing some advertising on Ravelry, we had to redirect all of those links, tell them where to go, and they they couldn't go to the old uh, the old website anymore. We had to redirect to the new website, so I had to get those all set up. And now you uh, have to hold this for a second because I, I got can hold this I for a second. Can, my nose just decided to start running. Oh boy! I know. So I'm going to sit here and talk to myself, and maybe I'll talk to Rollo a little bit. But, yeah, I think this is a a big thing. It's something that uh, Elisa has been working toward and uh, looking forward to for a long, long time. And I think that uh, it says a lot about the state of Firefly Fibers in the store that I I don't think it was just a matter of badgering Brooklyn Tweed until they gave in and said, okay, fine, we're going to give this crazy, annoying lady some yarn so she'll leave us alone. I think it's they, like we said before, they've got a brand that they are very – uh, maybe not protective of, but they're very specific as to who get. This is not, this is not Red Heart or Cascade Two Twenty. Anybody with a heartbeat and a credit card can't just get this. So I think. Uh, wow, it's true though. I mean, that this is, is this is this is something that's a little bit you know different. So you have to be you know the the right store. You have to be doing the right kind of business in the right kind of way. And I think that they they see that. I think that over what is it, seven years. How long is the store? Yeah, yeah seven years. Been 2010. Seven years, so. Over seven years, you've been working toward this. So I think uh, it says a lot about kind of what you, about you and what you built. And Well, and I think I would have loved it, you know, just the same, you know, I would have loved it back 
you know, of course, five years ago, whenever I initially contacted them. But I feel like now the fit is even better. I mean, I, I feel yeah. like it's it really and, and that's what I you know, when I, I it really rounds everything out nicely for us because we don't I mean, especially with the and I like working with smaller companies. Oh, yeah. I love smaller companies. Yeah. So, yeah. And like I said, I like working with nice people, too. There are a lot of yarn companies out there and there are a lot of there are a lot of indie dyers and the ones that I can't get a response from. I mean, even just tell me, no, sorry. Thank you for your interest. I appreciate it. Yep. Um. But if I can't get a response, I mean, it's like you just take two seconds to just say, hey. Yeah. You know, well, it's just... like any thing in business or life. If you you can't just go burning bridges and, mm-hmm. you know, knocking people down and stuff because you never know where in the future you may end up doing business with them. And so you always got to keep those keep those connections and stay positive. Well, and a lot of the indie dyers, I mean, I contact them because, you know, I like I like supporting we're a small business. I like supporting small businesses, but a lot of the, you know, some of the, they, the indie dyers, if I don't ever hear back from them, I have one that I've emailed. I have literally emailed them three times. I know they wholesale. Yeah. They just haven't replied to me and it's been like four months. So hmm. it's frustrating because now I don't feel motivated personally to buy their yarn either. I can go somewhere else and I can go somewhere work else. with somebody who's going to respond. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's a compliment, you know, like, hey, I love your yarn. I want to buy a bunch of it. Yeah. So. But. So if you want to buy some of it, it being Brooklyn Tweed, make sure you go to fireflyfibers.com. That is the local yarn shop and website that Lisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And I no longer can do the F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. I know. I had to change that. on. Oh, I don't know. One of the things on Ravelry, I might have to fix it. But. Nice new feature of the website. We talked a little bit before about some of the features is if you order $100 worth of stuff, mm-hmm. you will get free shipping on that order of $100 or more. You don't need any offer codes. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to check a box or anything like that. It'll just calculate it for free. Uh, it'll do it automatically. And you can and still awesome. select. I still have I up the shipping options are a little bit different. Um, one thing that I liked with uh, the way that the way that it's set up now is that I can still have priority shipping in there as an option. So if you want to just, if you want priority shipping, you can just pick priority shipping. If you just can't wait to get your Brooklyn Tweed and mm -hmm. start working on your shawl, select uh, priority shipping. It'll get you there even quicker. Yep. So go do some shopping out there. Make sure, do a, do a test order for us of a hundred dollars or more. Make sure things are working all the notifications and emails and things are coming through. Uh, yeah, very exciting. A couple big things. Website, a uh, whole new line of Brooklyn Tweed. That's some big things going on. So now you're going to have all kinds of time. You can finish that toe on your sock. Oh, and Nidalee you shawl. And Nidalee shawl. Now, it's, are you ever going to finish that sock now that you've got your oh, yeah. your veil here to work with? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Okay. I am. I need to Someday. finish something. I have a I, – I'm, I'm feeling very unproductive. When it comes to my because knitting. Because you're not finishing things? I haven't finished anything. When's the, so. What's the last thing you finished? My Wrath Trevors. Oh, well, that's not that long ago. That was like, what, last week? Well, yeah, but I have the last knit along. And the new knit along will be coming out hopefully next week. So keep an eye out for that. My Linhu is still sitting on the needles all sad. I'm going to have to back it up around. How's your fade doing? On the, the fade is, it's... <laughs> Don't talk about it. It's it's fading. Leave it alone. I, it's fine. I just haven't had time. It's a lot of stitches. Yeah. 
And that one, you, I can't just like, and that's why I think the sock has been really good for me. And I'm only doing one sock at a time with the my leftovers from the advent because that way I can just knit in a circle and I can knit like two or three rounds and then set it down. You can't just like sit down for five minutes and knit like two rows on a fade. No. You, well, not at the point you're at. If you're, if you're just getting started, you probably could. But now when you're kind of toward the middle. Not when you have two, size. I think it's 288 stitches or something. So one complete back and forth, it would be almost 600 stitches. Yeah. That, that takes a little bit of time. So, but yeah. All right. So let's, uh, anything else you want to say about Brooklyn Tweed before? No, I'm just no. very excited. Well, you should be. And That's... I'm glad everybody else is excited. We had Sweater Club this morning and they were excited and they had fun. Good. Yeah. Some of the They're... first. And they got yarn for sweaters and they're going to be knitting sweaters and... So, yeah, it was, it was fun. And I have to say it, it's, it's really fun for me because I, this, this week was crazy and just trying to like prep everything. And my brain was trying to make sure that, you know, every, I knew what had to happen. And yeah, it was really, it's really good for me when I have, I have, when I have, you know, the few people that come in and help out at the shop that, because they're knitters and they are so excited about the yarn. And, you know, it was, we had to get all the stuff off the back wall and then we had to put all the hooks up there and for the new stuff. And then we had to start figuring out what was in the boxes. And um, my friend that was helping on Tuesday, she said, so when do we get to open the boxes and see the new yarn? And she'd been there for like two and a half hours. Yeah. I'm like, we'll get there. We'll get well, there. Exciting. But it was, it was exciting for you. Yeah, it was. It, it's exciting. And I have I have a process. There isn't like you just like open up everything and just go for it because you have to check it in and make sure that everything's there and nothing's yeah. damaged and yeah, so it was uh it was really fun to have somebody else there to be excited with me because I mean you would be excited too but it's different. Yeah, I mean I'm you, excited you're not going to knit way. with it. No. Yeah. So it was really cool to be able to to share that time with with some friends. So very fun. Yeah. But Let's bring it on over to some Canadian canoes. I've only got one real quick story and I only not a lot to this one. I just picked it mainly because any story that comes along where people are making things for animals to wear, especially when those animals are kittens, I had, I had to pick this story. Uh, but this one is woman knits bibs for kittens. And I have, first of all, I'm going to say she's not knitting them. She's actually crocheting them. And you can see just by looking at this garment that it's crocheted and not knitted, Elisa. I'm sorry. I was looking at the video with the cute little kittens. I... Yeah. I wasn't so looking geez. at a still picture because there's a big image there of, oh, they're so cute. So there's, Can we get a cat? We should. She works at these, uh, uh, shelter and she, she crochets all these teeny tiny little bibs because these Anna little... Moneymaker? Her, is her name, her name really is Moneymaker. Moneymaker? Yes. It's Anna Moneymaker is a foster mom for kittens. She frequently drives to Loudoun County Friends of Animals from Chattanooga to pick up new cats who need her care. And so these are teeny tiny little kittens who are still being bottle fed. And so when you're feeding them, it's an awfully messy process. I guess I would not have expected it to be that messy, but um, yeah, so she, she basically knits kind of like a little triangle shawl. It kind of looks like your fade a little bit. It's like a little, little mini kitty fade. It looks like a little band, like a reverse bandana. Well, or a bandana. Or it looks like a band, yeah. yeah, just tied like around the neck. And so you, yeah, and so she puts it over their neck and that way they don't dribble all over themselves or you or, or whoever's feeding the little kitties. She says she doesn't sell them or anything, uh, but she's considering it, but mainly she does it because she fosters the cats and she likes them. 
And so that's what she does. It would take like 10 minutes to make one of those. We should. She said there's a, she said she is makes there a pattern? like, I don't know that there's a pattern, but I think she said she makes like three or four, she can make uh, three or four bibs within 20 minutes. And that, I mean, again, these, these cats probably weigh about three pounds. They're teeny tiny, but she. Could we make one for Rollo? Cause he dribbles all sure. over the place sometimes and his nose runs. You have to make him a, a nose bib. That would be something. <laughs> but this is the only story I have because it's the only, really the only thing that came up uh, as far as Canadian canoes things that I thought would be good to cover on the show. But again, it's if, if you're knitting or crocheting something for animals, it, we got to cover it here on the show. Well, yes, especially when they're little teeny tiny babies Super that are dribbling kitties. all over themselves yeah. because yeah, they're being, being fed, fed from a bottle. <laughs> I mean, goats. That are babies that get fed from bottles. Yeah. Those are really cute, too. Well, of course. Any baby, baby animals in general, even even ones that grow up to not be cute and fun. Like are, Rollo. Like, no, he's still cute. He's just not fun. I don't know that he was ever fun. No, it's hard to say what happened to him early in life. He doesn't, he's getting, well, we'll get him there. Well, maybe not. No, I think he's just always going to be he's serious. Super, very, very serious. Um, that's pretty much the show, and I'll tell you that my jaw is about done talking for Why is the that? day because I have an, I have a condition, Lisa. <laughs> so finally, I I feel really really bad that you have a condition, but I'm relieved it's not me that has a condition this time because it's always me. As far as conditions go, this is not no. a terrible one. I don't know, it was a TMJ, whatever. Yes. And apparently I've always had it. I just never really knew it, and it hasn't impacted me that much. Apparently. Apparently. Except for when I got ear infections. And then I got this on top of that. And I, basically, I cannot close my mouth all the way at this point. So how I'm going to go out and eat sushi should be interesting, but I'm going to well, do ask it. Ask him to put it in the blender and... We're in a cup for you. I'm not going to live on protein shakes until this goes away. So I'm going to, I'm not going to, I have to, I'm going to enjoy life, Elisa. Good. To its fullest. You're not going to let TMJ stop your life and no. make nope. you cry. I might cry a little bit, but I'm going to keep living while I'm crying. So we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the program. We're going to bind off and weave in our ends, and we're going to do all those fun things. Uh, as we said earlier, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, if you'd like to participate in the program, send us an email, podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. Uh, again, we got that 100th episode coming up in a couple weeks, so if you have any ideas for us there, send those along. Uh, make sure you go out and take a look at uh, the Brooklyn Tweed stuff. Is that on the on your blog or is that on the Firefly Fibers? Firefly Fibers. Okay, so I haven't put there. anything on the blog yet because okay. I was launching a website. Yeah, so, that's, so go look at that or keep an eye out. There may be something uh, coming up or follow Instagram. I'm sure you'll post progress on your uh, Brora shawl as that goes. Yep. Um, yep. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Ravelry, Instagram, all that stuff you can do there. If you would like to participate directly live on the program, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash Lisa the Arnista and sign up for $5 per month. That works out to be like, what, a buck 25 per show. You can see us live. You can go in the chat and hang out with everybody who's in there chatting along. And, and twice a year, it's only a dollar a show. Is it? Oh, yeah, I guess so, because there'd be five weeks in. I so remember there you go. this because of paydays. Oh, yeah. When I used to get paychecks. When you get a paycheck, yeah. <laughs> So you can participate in the chat there with everybody and hang out. It's pretty fun. Uh, we always have a good time. And then we also do, like, before and after the show, we always chat and hang out and uh, 
do some things before and after we record the audio version of the podcast. Uh, but if you don't want to do that, you do not have to, of course. You can still get the free version each and every week here. Um, otherwise, if you just want to sign up for a dollar a week, that doesn't get you anything, but it gives us a dollar. And that would be good. Yeah. You could always use dollars. So thanks dollars for, add up. Dollar, they do add up. and it, it, Honestly, it, it, it does and would make a big difference, even at a dollar per month, which is a quarter a week. And then twice a year, it's like 20 cents a week or something like that. I'm not going to do the math. I don't want to get out my calculator. You don't have shoes on, so I can just you count, could use yeah, your toes. And, and my fingers. All right, everybody. I think we're going to stop. Okay. We're going to stop. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to wrap this one up. Go look at some Brooklyn Tweed. Check it out. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Come see it in person at Come Firefly see, Fibers. Yeah, take a drive to Firefly Fibers. We're not that far away. Check take a out. look at our hours before you come in, though. Yeah, that. Yeah, make sure you do Those that. Those are before. on the new website. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed if you come out on a, on a Monday afternoon, all raring and ready to go to see the new Brooklyn Tweed, and then you can't because the door is locked and the lights are off. That would be sad. You can kind of see it. You, well, if you look, wait, bring your binoculars, your night vision binoculars, so you can see all the way to the back of the store. Uh, thanks, everybody, again. We will uh, bind it off now, and we'll see you all in a week. Cheers. So this is my knitting group. We were known as KWA, Knitters with Attitude.